You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. What up, Fran? What's up, are, man? are you prepared for some of these low vibrational Thanksgiving plates to be slapping these tables in the upcoming season of the th- time of giving thanks? Yeah, man. I'm excited. Yeah, no, you are uh, notoriously on record a stuffing lover. And I love be- me some stuff. Love me Ain't. some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I believe you even once said that you could eat a, just a plate of stuffing. Oh, yeah, that's it. That is cranberry sauce. Oh God! And a cup of nog. Oh my God! Man. All together? Yeah. That's a your stomach <laughs> sounds like the Fourth of July. <laughs> Stuffing and cranberry sauce. Yes, straight out the can. Straight out of the can with straight the ridges on it. From the ridges. Oh my goodness! Makes it better. So you know where yeah. to cut it. Yes. So you know where to get your slice off. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. Listen. I am. I too am very. You not a fan of stuffing? Oh, I love stuffing. Oh, but okay. It's not by itself. I. Uh. I, I would. Um. No. I mean, it's a side. Get it. The sides make Thanksgiving, obviously, but like yeah. it's a side. I couldn't eat a whole plate of just a side. Yeah. But like a plate of all the sides, you know, you get some yams, some stuffings. Yeah. I mean, the first greens. go round, the first go round, yeah, you get everything. Get a little bit of everything. But when but you the come second, back to the second plate, it's, it's stuffing. Back stuffing. Mac, if mac and cheese is left, mac, and cheese, mac and cheese is, on there. Mac and cheese is the ruler. Now, argument yeah. to be made. Okay. I think black people just make mac and cheese for any event. I don't know if yes. mac and cheese is necessarily a Thanksgiving like accoutrement like i don't yeah, think it just I get, like, yeah it's not it's just like but now let me also be clear i've never had a thanksgiving without it, was, it exactly but i don't think like stereotypically mac and cheese is on the list of thanksgiving foods for every household in the in the country it should be it should be i think mac and cheese is a staple it yes. should be at every type of gathering any event any event baked mac and cheese mm, is mm, life mm, mm. It's an it's a heavenly force. It should be on the Mount Rushmore of like the country. I don't mean like a foods. I mean like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, a pan of baked macaroni yeah. and cheese. So, <laughs> but I don't. I think when you go stuffing, cranberry sauce, turkey, da 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 da, sauerkraut, mac and cheese, I don't think is one of those stereotypes. So I don't know if it's dictated. You know, I don't know if it's house to house. You're gonna catch mac and cheese. I think it's a travesty if you aren't gonna be enjoying baked mac and cheese this uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, but. Every Thanksgiving I go to personally, I've had the privilege of having baked macaroni and cheese. So delicious. And you know, my brother is the only person, the only person that eats sauerkraut. So, so it's always like a just a little bit, just enough just for him. A, yes. Yeah, I don't really get it's sauerkraut. Crazy. I've had. It I don't even know what it is. It's like fermented cabbage. I think it is. Is that what it is? In a, in a way, like or like pickled. I think it's pick maybe pickled cabbage. Because kimchi is fermented cabbage, and it doesn't taste like kimchi. Sauerkraut just tastes like. Yeah, I don't know, sour, yeah, cabbage, shredded cabbage or something. I don't know. I've had it on like like on a bratwurst, like on a hot dog. I don't mind mm. it then. A little of that, a little some onions, a little mustard. No, I don't mind you. it then. But no, just like side of sauerkraut. Your breath was humming. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I just have I've had it. I've had it in instances where I don't hate it, but okay. I know I don't like it. Baseline, mm. don't like it. Yeah. 
But I've had it in situations where I go, all right, I guess it's fine here. Mm. But and it all involves like sausage, like German food. So yeah, I don't really get it for Thanksgiving. It's not my thing. And if you put it on my plate, I will fight you. Uh, <laughs> Fran, yes, I have to. I have a confession to make. We still have plans. We're still going to do it because I, I want. I want to take the kids and then we have a good time. Okay. But I saw Wakanda forever. Yeah. How was it? Oh, man. I'm going to try not to get choked up. It executed everything I wanted it to execute, man. It it was uh, beautiful. It was mm. beautiful. And we got to come back. We'll talk about it. For, I'm going to leave it at that pretty much. Because once we both see it, yeah. come back and really dive in and okay. talk about our feelings and yeah. everything. But it was it was beautiful, man. The ceremony was perfect, and I, and I, I was telling my mom this because she asked me about it, and I said, "They and I told you about it because I talked." Yeah, to I think you were leaving. Yeah, it was after I left <laughs> the movie theater. I called you right. Yeah, I, was, I had to talk to somebody. It was that much of a, an impactful thing, but they didn't hit you with a wave of grief at the beginning. So then you got to sit through this movie and be sad after you cried for ten minutes, and then mm. watch a movie like. The ceremony of, you know, sending off Chadwick and the Black Panther and all that stuff, it was beautiful, and they went positive with it. Okay. It was a celebration. It wasn't like, there was, you know, it was sad, but it was like uplifting. It wasn't like, oh, <laughs> cry for yeah, 10 yeah. minutes, and then it's like, all right, now y'all watch a movie after you've been crying for 10 minutes, exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, I get sleepy when I cry, so I couldn't, watch, I couldn't be crying <laughs> for 10 minutes and wiping my eyes and shit, yeah. and then it's like, all right, now you got to follow a storyline of a movie. Mm-hmm. So they kept it light. And in a moment of silence, then started the movie. It's like they had a, a like ceremony. Like a separate they had a ceremony, fashion. then the credits, mm. then the oh, movie Oh, that's started. dope. Okay. It was like, that's this dope. is our moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and we had a moment of silence while the credits, the mo- there was no music. That's all. And I don't, this isn't a spoiler. That's dope. But there was no music for the opening credits. It was like, ceremony, silence. Mm. All pictures of Chadwick Boseman. That's dope. You know, like the, the credits, like they show like all scenes from the movies. Yeah. All Chadwick. Silence. You could hear a pin drop in the movie theater. And then it's like, all right, now let's go. That's and dope. I thought that was the best way to handle it because if they would have went too sad, it would have been hard for me to get out of that and watch yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah. So the way they did it, it was, like a, it was like a New Orleans funeral. Like it was like celebrating. It was beautiful. People were dancing in the street. It was amazing. So we got to watch it, take the kids, have a good time, and, and, and celebrate, man, because it was uh, a beautiful feat. They pulled it off, you know, I... I I think about that shit to this day, bro. That guy suffering in silence. He was going and visiting kids at the cancer patient treatment at the cancer treatment facilities and telling them to keep their heads up yeah. while he was going through his own chemo treatments yeah. and stuff like that. And then from a logistics standpoint, they had already had a script and everything for this movie. And then your lead dies in an unexpected way. You expect the cast to be able to they were such a, you know, you you know, we saw all the press releases and stuff. They looked like they really had fun. They, they and they did. They they made something magical with Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. They became like a family. So he didn't tell anybody. And nobody on the show on the movie set knew. I think his wife knew. I'm obviously. talking about like other. I'm talking about nobody. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, Ryan Coogler, Kevin Feige. They already had the script in place. It was like, yeah, they were. Crazy. I think he thought he could beat it. Okay. Right. Man. So. He was like, I'm going to, you know, man. they were like, he looked tired. He would be tired sometimes. We were like, honest, there's grinding. Yeah. He's always, you know, he's fucking biggest star in the world right now doing other movies. And for you to, for that kind of impact to happen, the lead of the movie. Now, this isn't like a, a side character. Yeah. The lead of the movie 
dies. You got a script ready to go, excited for the the Black Panther was a fucking moment in time. It, I, it was beautiful. And you, ex, you you have to bring your cast back together, all those guys, Lupita Nyong'o, all these people, bring them back together and, and sit in that and make a movie after suffering such a loss like yeah. that. And I think everybody did a phenomenal job. With that being hanging over the movie, mm. it didn't feel like it was hung over anything. It felt like they did it to make him proud. Yeah. And you could feel it in the movie. It didn't feel like... We're trying to like scrounge together something and make something happen, even though he died. And we're still trying to like use the you could tell they like throughout the script made a kind of a new script and 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 adjusted to it and did him service and justice in this movie. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do no too, too fast and furious. No, where they like a CGI. Yeah. I, can, I can say I don't think that's a spoiler either. There's no like CGI. I'm like yeah. I'm uh, I'm going I'm I'm. I'm move. I'm retiring. Yeah, like yeah. it's none of that. Like they didn't do that. And I think they. I think they learned because that was a weird thing that they did. It was super, super weird. It was weird, and I think they thought they were doing some new to, to make him proud. Like I think they were like honoring him, but it wasn't. It just was weird. And I think that that was a real tipping point because you know I'm I, I, I'm on the side of artists all the time. Like mm. Anderson Pac has a, a tattoo on his arm. Ironic, not ironic. It's a joke, but he's serious. It's like. Don't release my music after I die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people as artists, like these holograms, uh, Whitney Houston holograms and stuff like people are trying to still like milk people for whatever dollar they can get out of them after they die. Yeah. Posthumously. I've spoken about this with like these young rappers, SoundCloud rappers, they died and they make an album and then all the money goes, you know, you give you like a little percentage to your family, but the record label gets a large chunk of that money of the posthumous album of yeah. the rapper. Oh, it's so sad. And then all these other rappers get on the songs and then all the songs chart and the record label gets all of that money. So that Fast and the Furious thing could have set a precedent if it wasn't like everybody went, oh, that's weird. Why do they do that? Yeah. If everybody would have been cool with it or even liked it, I think we would have seen a, TG, a CGI Chadwick Boseman in Probably. this movie. Now, I don't know if they would have had like tried to do the whole movie with a CGI Chadwick Boseman or something like that, but you, we might have seen something of him walking in the heaven or something like that. They didn't do anything like that, and I thought that was the best way to go about it. Yeah. The way what they did was way more impactful and beautiful than any kind of CGI fake Chadwick Boseman thing thing, thing that they could have done. And that's all I'll say, man. I don't want to spoil anything, but it was a fantastic movie, man, and, and emotional and beautiful and cultural because it was they a new culture has been introduced so yeah. it's like man it was colorful and the costumes and everything about it was great man ryan coogler is a fantastic director um anyway um we don't have any shout outs this week what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna get to some fucked up shit so stick around All right, and we are back. Fran, my affirmative murder this week is a little different because it's kind of unfolding in real time, but I felt like it would be a good thing to bring awareness to. And also, I think it's a really interesting conversation around this insane story. So uh, my affirmative murder is the story of Shinquella Robinson. Uh, again, this is still unfolding, but it's so wild. I just wanted to address it and address it in greater detail than I would if we talked about it at the top of the show really quick. So on October 28th of 2022, Shanquilla Robinson left her home in Charlotte, North Carolina to go on a trip with her friends to Cabo. Not more than 24 hours after arriving in Mexico, she was dead. So her parents, Bernard and Salamandra Robinson, 
are obviously looking for answers about how their daughter their daughter died. And initially, her her friends called and told her parents yeah, that, that she in quotes please yes. And we'll explain that in a second for people who don't know the story. But her friends called her mom her mom and said, "Shanquilla is dead, and she died of alcohol poisoning." Mm-hmm. So that's what they told her friends. I mean, that's what they told. Her mom. They were supposed to go from October 28th to the 31st. So that was Halloween weekend. I believe the 28th was Friday. They were supposed to be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday, and then leave Tuesday, I believe, if I have the okay, dates wrong. Back on the second. Back on the back on the 31st. So Sunday. So, was Christmas on, I mean, was Halloween on a Sunday or Monday? I don't want to get wrapped up on which day was what, okay. but anyway, it was, the, it was the, they got there on the 28th, 29th, 30th. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're right, yeah. Got there on the 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, mm-hmm. and then come back the 1st of November. Okay. Was with it Tuesday or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 31st is the last day they were supposed to be there. Okay. So 24 hours into the trip, Saturday, mm-hmm. she's dead. Yep. They call her parents. They say uh, she, had, she had alcohol poisoning. But they didn't tell, they didn't tell the, her parents that until... Like that Monday. Mm-hmm. So they made it through the weekend. Another friend flies in. He says when he lands, they tell they they tell him immediately like when he calls to be like, hey, where's the address? They're like, yeah, it's uh, whatever the address is. But Quilla isn't feeling well. She has alcohol poisoning. So he arrives and he says it's weird. They they call a nurse to check on her and she's officially declared dead uh, by the, you know, nurse or the resort nurse or whatever. Yeah. They all fly back. Crazy. They all fly back. Leave her body Leave there. Her there. They're her friends. Leave her body at a resort in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and just get back on a flight and go back to, to um, North Carolina. Bro, if something happened to you and we were on vacation, I'm not leaving your side, but I'm definitely not leaving you in another country. That's crazy. For your family to have to try to negotiate with the federales to, to extradite you back to the... You know what I mean? We're going to get that figured out. I'm not leaving until we get figured out where we are getting your body sent. That's crazy. That's the bare minimum of a friend. To just be like, oh, that's just crazy. But my flight, I can't move flights. Around. I, gotta I can hear like, oh, I don't yeah, well, fly. I don't want to move the flights around because it costs money. I can hear this conversation. These are the kind of people these are. Yeah. That they're like, well, you know, if, if we move the flights around, then we got to pay extra and stuff. So uh, the flight is the flight. So I don't know. The police can handle it. What can we do? That kind of thing. Yeah. What can we do? I'm not a coroner that's the type of stuff these are friends they're supposed to be her friends and these are the kind of conversations we're having they're mm-hmm. having right so uh according to her to shanquella's mom salamandra like when she last spoke to her daughter she was talking about how great of a time they were having she said that they had a chef they were um getting ready to go out to eat and that they were eating tacos and or salad or something like that and then she said i love you and have a good night and i'll talk to you to talk to you tomorrow and that was the last time she ever talked to her daughter mm. that was the first night they were you know it's a vacation you're telling you telling and also I forgot, I don't know if I mentioned Shinquilla's twenty-five years old. Twenty-five years old. Twenty-five years old, wants to go to Mexico, you know, take some photos for Instagram. You know Have a good time. Go have a good time. Life, Vacation, yeah. man. So like I said, uh, the mom says that they they told when they talked to her, because she was supposed to talk to her the next day. Mm-hmm. She says they they reached out to her and they said that she wasn't feeling well and that she had alcohol poisoning and that they couldn't get a pulse. So they're like, Yeah, I don't know, something's wrong, something's going on. And then as the story started to develop throughout the weekend and to where we've gotten to now, each person is telling a different story. Mm. And now the FBI is involved with the Mexican authorities. And after an autopsy, 
the real cause of death was revealed, which was that Shanquilla had a severed spinal cord and a broken neck. And that took it to a whole nother level because that meant that somebody had attacked her. Yeah. Is what her parents said. So Shanquilla's friends, like I said, left her body at a Mexican resort and returned home. After nearly two weeks, during which the the family spent $6,000 to have Shanquilla return home Mm -hmm. without any further reaching out or any update information on the friends. All the friends went black. They all went blackout. You know, people are in the wind. Obviously, the FBI is involved now, so that's not going to be happening for much longer. People are going to get rallied up. Stories are going to start to unfold. But before we even get to that, this past week, things kind of took an escalation because some idiot posted a video of them at the villa or wherever they were staying, and Shanquilla was fighting mm-hmm. one of the friends, that or friend, one of the friends, quote unquote, and fight is a harsh word. She was being beaten up yes. by another young lady who was at this event whose name uh, I, feel, I feel fine using because there's video of her in an altercation that looked assaulting this, assaulting this person violently. That person's name is Dejanae Jackson. Um, she's wanted for questioning. I don't know if she's in, 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 ter- in, uh, in custody at this moment, but she's wanted for questioning because this video comes out of her violently throwing uh, Shanquilla around the room, punching her in the face relentlessly. Other people filming. You can see at least two people filming, and one of them goes, damn, Quilla, well, fight back at least. So we're to assume that some kind of a conflict happened on a vacation, and this brings up the conversation to me. I'll take a, I'll take a step out is why, one, I tell everybody, I make a joke, but it's, it's the truth, bro. I have four friends, and when I say friends, I know a lot of people. A lot of people know me, but some people that I would say, oh, no question, we'll go on a vacation with, could spend 24 hours with no there will be no issues as far as like feeling like everybody's pulling their share like mm. nobody's coming and being like oh, i don't have any cash but can you spot me on a vacation people where these kind of rule and there's a ton of those kind of rules yeah that i can't even think of at the top of my head yeah where i go can will want to do fun stuff or things that i find fun they find fun four people max you know what i mean mm. um and other people I just know or we're acquainted or, you know, I've known them for some time. But, like, people that I would go on a vacation with, that's a very short list. Yeah. And it seemed like there was at least six people on this trip, people flying in. And it's one of those kind of things where it's like, this person knows that person. Yeah. And that person yeah. knows this person and they're cool, but they're not as cool with this person right. as they're cool. I'm not going on any trips I'm out. like that. Yeah, I'm out. We got to all be cool because we're supposed to spend three or four days with each other in the same you know, domain, and I don't know this. I, oh, somebody here, I don't even know them at all, but they know this person. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what if the person they know, I'm not even that cool with that person? Yeah. I was kind of shaky of them going, and now you're telling me that it's a stranger coming too, and the only person that can vouch for that person on this trip is a person that I don't even really like them that much. So this is a messy situation all around. Um, I know you, you know, I remember when you were, when we were young, you didn't like traveling much when your dad would go cool places and stuff like that, but like, as an adult, you go on a, a, a weekend trip or even going out, with, going out with, with your wife and, you know, other couples. You're conscious of that kind of stuff, right? Like, because I know you. I know you don't just like being around anybody. No, nah, man. It's like, so it's like, like you, I maybe have like three people, yeah. three or four people, like same as you. Like, yeah. And those people are like, that's family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, family. It's, so yeah. it's like, it's hard for me to trust people. Yes. 
And because I just don't know, because what I think about is I don't, I always, people I don't know if I'm, if I'm with them or like, I know somebody that know them, I always go like, what, you know, what is their intentions? Yes. You know, cause they could be, you know, I don't know them. No. We don't have a relationship. So I don't know. They, they could be up to anything, but Absolutely. flying across the country with five other, other random people. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in there. Cause stuff can come up with like, you go out to dinner and. This person, he's a, he's cheap, so he's like, I'm only paying for my two drinks that I had. And it's like, and if and and in that situation, you go like, I feel like I'm not in a place to, to be like, hey man, we all be yeah. together, man. Yeah, don't, man. Don't don't be don't be don't cheap as shit out here. You, then you make us look bad in front of the waiting right. staff. They got to split the checks all these weird ways. Yeah, and and it's like I don't want to be. It's nothing I hate more, and I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to sound bougie. But it's nothing I hate more than it's like, I got, I have mine. Yeah. I have mine, but because of the situation I'm now in, it looks like I don't. Because yeah. we all have to we negotiate it as yeah, a group. Because yeah. I can't just pay the whole bill by myself. Right. And there's been, and, and I'll tell you like this, if it's enough of a hassle, I will do, I will go, yo, boom. We'll just Figure it out with Figure Venmo. Out later. Yeah. Figure it out with Venmo. I got it. Take care. But I tell you like this: if I do that, because it's been rare that I've ever had to do that. If I do that, that's the last time I do anything with those people ever yeah. again in life. Yeah, you know. And so I feel so bad for this young lady. It's like, yeah. but also, also in this situation, uh huh. With a situation like this, when shit goes down, how do I know if those people are gonna be for my best interest or look out for me? Absolutely. When shit happens, because in that video I saw. They, it there felt like no nobody friend, was, was on no, her side. There was no friends. Nobody there. was on her side. They all liked the girl who was beating her up more. You can't it seem like you can't. How how are you video video recording a fight? And it's, a fight is not even. And it's not even a fight. She was being assaulted. Yes, was, this was not. Oh, they both got theirs in because she died. Yes, that's how bad she was beaten. But those wasn't her friends. No, nobody stepped. In, nobody, nobody. Nobody would let that go. That that was, if her real friends no, was there. It wouldn't even have gotten that. It wouldn't have got that far. I don't even want to go on a trip. On a trip, you're on vacation. Y'all are fighting. Not even fighting. We're on, you're on vacation and you're beating somebody up that bad. Like it was. The, you're, the sun is out. You're in Cabo. Y'all got bikinis and having a good time. You 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 are that. That tells me that you had an issue with with her before y'all even got there. Yep. Like and you was waiting for just and it was, one and last that's thing. where it feels set up. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, let's tell let's let, we'll all go out there and she better it feels like conversation was like, well, she better not talk to me any kind of way. This is a happening before they even yes. go on the trip. Yes. That's what it feels like. When you see somebody getting assaulted like that, it tells me I didn't like you before we got here. Ju- yeah. Yeah. So I already kind of didn't want them to invite you, but th- again, this person is your friend and this person is my friend. So they wanted you to come. And I told her, if she even looks at me wrong or says anything slick out of the yeah. side of her mouth, I'm going to beat the shit out of her. And, and yep. the, I, I, I did, we did, you told me about the video. I watched the video. It's not anything uh, graphic happening in the video that yeah. would say uh, you see the cause of her death. But I can only assume the cameras went off and she kept wailing on her. Yeah. And probably jumping on her and all kind of stuff. That wasn't it all in that video. No, 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 no. It was only and like I think, 18 I, seconds. And I think people, if it comes got, out. Other people got involved. Oh, it's, it's another part of that video that hasn't really hasn't been hasn't came out yet. Okay, I I wouldn't be surprised. Her her, her spine was fractured. Her neck was broken. Okay. Now in the video we saw, she was lumping her up. She was beating her up very badly. But I wouldn't say I saw anything in the video that would make me right. say like, oh, she broke her spine. Yeah, yeah. So that tells me the cameras went off, and she and she probably kept beating on this girl. 
you know, people, maybe people went like, it was one of those kind of things. And this is, if this is what happened, it makes me sick to my stomach. It all, it all makes me sick to my stomach. But if it, if it was a thing where it's like, all right, damn, now you're really beating her up. Let me, this isn't funny anymore. Yeah. But nobody steps nobody in. Nobody steps in. You know, so it tells me they stepped in when it got so bad that it, she was out unconscious, like still stomping her. That way, the girl's not alive anymore. So she had to be viciously beaten. And I don't think anybody stepped in until it was like, well, there's nothing to do now. Like, you guys are way too late. And she's dead or she's dying. That's the worst part is because we'll never know really. Like, maybe she was still alive and nobody wanted to call, nobody wanted to mess up the trip and call the ambulance or deal with the police or. She could have been laying in a room where they're saying she has alcohol poisoning, slowly dying, and nobody wanted to get the police involved or get in trouble or mess up the trip or, you know, have to, you know, inconvenience themselves on vacation. And yeah. they let that girl slowly die in there when maybe some medical help, some medical attention may have been able to help her. Yeah. We don't know what day that could that happen. On. We don't know. We don't know the details. That's what I want to be clear about. It's like if they were there from the 28th to the 31st or so, everybody comes back home. They, they, everybody bef- leaves. Everybody leaves before they call. Before they leave, they call her mom and say, "Yeah, uh, Shanquilla's dead. She had alcohol poisoning. You know, we tried to, you know, stay A by lot. her side, but she, she, you know." So the like, the the lack of conscience to even be able to do that to lie to somebody's mom, yeah, and then hop on a flight and fly back home, yeah, tells me you n- nobody gave a fuck about her. And it makes me that's so like sad. Who, that's what I'm saying. But like, who was her friend on this? Because if you want a trip, one of them, one of them, who's yeah, should who's, be your close friend. Who's the friend that was like, I'm not leaving her here. Her family had to talk to the resort people and Mexican authorities to get her. By. There was nobody there by her side, making sure she got back home. Her body. Yeah. That's so disrespectful too. You leave somebody's body in another country. None of those people were her friends. I don't even understand how you could be that. On a different page of somebody is thinking that you're at least friends enough to go on vacation with somebody. And then obviously you don't expect it, but you die. The last thing she probably thought was like, if I die, somebody's taking me home. You know, that's not even a thought she had. But the idea that you don't know who is your real friend until you're gone. And you'll never know. You don't know who's going to show up to your funeral. You might think such and such is the best friend, your best friend in the world. And you'll never know if they show up to your funeral. If they speak at it. Cause that's what you know. You you never know. That'll be the they say. I, I read a quote that was said something to the effect of like, "That's the day you get the most love is the day you die." Yeah, you know, yep. the day of your funeral. That's the people. Everybody's sad and they're mourning you and stuff. But I'm more interested in the people who don't show up. Cause who's the who's there? You know, because at every funeral, there's people there's like, I didn't fuck with them like that. Yeah, why are they at my funeral? But it's definitely been a ton of funerals that it's like the person in that casket had a list of people that they would go. Oh, these are my ride or die people. Yeah, I fuck with these people. Like, like I would do anything for these people. And who on that list didn't show up? And that tells me, at least if Shanquilla went on this vacation, I mean, I, I get it. Like, she's young, vacation. You mm-hmm. go on vacation with anybody, I guess. Maybe these days, I don't know. I feel like you would at least have some kind of connection with somebody. Like we're saying, like, yeah, one person has got to be. Oh, I know we can drink together. We have fun. Like we we tell the same jokes. Something. And not one person who went on that trip stayed behind to, to handle the paperwork or any of that type of stuff. Nothing. Everybody left and lied to her mom for weeks. So like I said, the FBI has now gotten involved in this, friend. And now that the FBI is involved, a lot of people are saying that it is infinitely more likely to be a resolution to this case. You know, they're going to, you know, really take a deep dive in. And a lot of people started to speculate that because it was a thing that happened on foreign soil, they don't want to take the negative 
attention. It happened at a resort. They mm-hmm. don't want it to affect tourist um, money and tourist destination. Uh, I mean, tourist visits and stuff. So they don't want it to come across as a murder outright. Mm-hmm. But I don't see what else this could be. This yeah. is not a situation. There was a woman, and I can't remember her name right now, and I feel so bad, but we talked about it a lot, of, like a, a year or two ago when it happened, who went to a sleepover in like Savannah, mm-hmm. yeah. and she was with a bunch of moms from the football team, and they say she fell out of the window, off the balcony, and broke her back or something like that. This is not that, right? I don't believe that's what happened in that case either, but their story was she fell off of something. And was drunk and fell off of something, right? I don't like that story either, but this story is she had alcohol poisoning. But there's no justification as to why her neck would be broken or her spine would be fractured. Yeah. So they already, that's a lie already. They're caught, right? Yep. So there's more to the story. Now the video comes out. She's being beaten up. You know. So those are two elements that were missing from that, that case of that um, woman in, in Georgia who I still think there was absolutely foul play involved. I can't, we can't prove it, and nothing's ever been proven, I guess, to this day, as far as I know. But in this case, a video comes out, and the coroner's report tells us all we need to know about, like, something physical happened to this woman. So that's two smoking guns. Yeah. What, what, what I hate is, um, and I hate to use this word. I really do. Okay. But when people see this, when this story comes out and people see this, uh-huh. And I mean, like, I'm talking about, you know, us black people and people that's not black. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. See stories like this and it goes like, you guys are on a trip, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are fighting in a resort. Resort. Yeah. And it's like, that's ghetto. It, it, I hate to use I, that word. I get what you I get. I get. Yeah. Right. But I it's like, it. but that's what other, but that's what, how other people want to look at it when they see this. Yeah. And it's like, this is not like, this is not. Like, I don't know what's what's one of those shows that sound like Housewives bad, of Atlanta, bad, bad Girls Club. It's not. This is like why are you guys you fighting we are on grown, vacation. We are grown people. Twenty five is not a kid. It's young, but these are adults. Adults that can talk like, especially if one of them one of them is intoxicated. Like, why are you assaulting this person knowing they're not in the right mind space right now? Is that you have full ability just to to wear right, somebody advantage. and they don't have a chance to defend and, themselves. And none of the other adults in the room have that thought to be like, come on, man, don't hit on her. She's drunk. They filmed it. They took their cameras out and watched. And nobody was even close. There was nobody there like refereeing. Like, all right, come on. Like, no, it was a short video. But but that's all you for, need to see, though. For, even though it was a short video, the amount of violence she inflicted on that girl that nobody stepped in and was like, all right, okay, all right, this is done. Everybody kept filming. It baffles me that she went on vacation with those people. It baffles me. You would think you would think that was a room full of enemies and that was a setup. Yeah. Like it baffles me that that young woman packed a bag, got on a flight. Probably they all got on the same flight, probably, or at least some of them. Some people came staggered. Yeah. But she got on a flight with at least one other person that she went on that trip with. And like probably took, you know, Instagram pictures and stuff like that. And then that happened the next night. Yeah. That baffles me that those two things can be true. I really want to know who is her main friend. I, 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 was it one that came up? Was it one of the people that showed up late? And it was just like, hey, you just go and I'll meet you there. Because I'm like, no, nah, I'll, I'll just go with you. 
I'll when you when you fly out, I'll fly with you because yes. I don't know these people. Yeah, these aren't my friends. I, we'll go. You know together. how much anxiety I would have to be like on a plane with people I don't know on a lighthearted tip, right? Like just this idea of being like having to make small talk yeah. conversations with people I don't know like that. That sounds like hell to me. Oh my goodness, good man. friend of the podcast, JJ. We went on. A, we went to Miami for his uh, for his bachelor's party. Yeah, and I knew. Uh, some of them better than other ones, but like, yeah, that's always a part of it. Like, I don't know this. I don't know this guy. Like, what are yeah. we going to talk about? Oh, um, hey, uh, football. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, that's an awkward uh, idea. But luckily, we were all staying at different. We aren't staying at like the uh, one house or something. Yeah, but that that's different situation though. He's it's this is his there's thing one, and very close yes. with the one person at least. Yes. Like I know there's no question. <laughs> JJ's not leaving me in a right. precarious situation. No way. JJ's not letting me get beat up by one of his other people that were right. in the. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I can't even. Because these are my two. Why would I let my two friends fight? Why would I let my two friends fight? Like, if you're not friends with Shanquilla, are you not friends with the other young lady? Like, why are you letting her fight on vacation? Why, is, why isn't anybody going, hey, man, it's vacation? Like, y'all are blowing. Why is this entertaining to y'all on vacation? Y'all crazy. don't like for me, I'll be That's like, crazy. if I if two people I was on vacation with were in an, a heated argument and I'm on vacation, I'm hot. I got I'm a mad. pineapple drink. I'm like, yo, we're I'm not, out of here. You're not yelling. And we're not doing we're not this. Doing y'all this. blowing my high, but I paid money to come here. I yeah. took time off of work. We're not doing this. Yeah. So the idea of a fight being allowed to happen from other people that are also on vacation yeah. on day one, day one, because this is day one travel day. It doesn't count. Yeah. They might have went out and got dinner or whatever. This is now wake up, start drinking. I can, I can, I can but it's smell not, it's, and it's, see this day. Yeah, the but it now is the perception of other people, the neighbors, yeah. the people that work there. They hearing, you know, you guys. And it's like, I'm sure there was somebody come out like, oh yeah, I heard some, you know, yeah, some type of altercation, yelling or something. It's all, it's all going to come out. Yeah, and they're all going to be arrested because oh, all yeah. of them should be charged. Every, oh. All, every last one. Everybody's of them. an accomplice. Everybody's an accessory. If you filmed it, you're an accessory. If you were there and didn't do anything, you're an didn't accessory. Do anything. The woman's neck is broken. Her spine is fractured. The video that's out there floating around is not even, I would say, 30% of the damage that was inflicted on that. There's no way that was like most of what happened in that video. Because there's just there's no way her spine was fractured and her neck was broken in the clip that we saw. Yeah. So in that, And there's a level of violence in that 20 seconds. That is appalling. It is hard to watch. And, I, and so that tells me that that's only like 30% of it. Yeah. Because she proceeds to die from her injuries. And I don't think that those injuries were even made evident in the video that's out there. So that means the cameras went away or the, cam- the footage isn't out yet. When they, they're going to start collecting the phones. FBI's yeah. involved now. People, oh, they you get all that. Oh, you deleted it. Oh, whatever. No. Cloud. They're going to get that. <laughs> oh, the cloud is. Oh, the, it's going to come out. The rest of it's going to come out. But to the lie to the, that mom. person's mother is is that's that's evil. Evil. It's, it's evil. really that's it's really evil. what it, that's the only all of it's evil. The idea that they stood around, filmed, laughed, told her to fight back, and then when they saw she was injured, put her in a room away so that they could continue to probably drink and have fun. And then when it got bad, they knew that they had to say something, so they called her mom and said she died of alcohol poisoning. That is one of the most evil things I've ever heard, bro. Vacation. You're supposed to go on vacation, have a good time with friends and, and, and laugh and make memories that you talk about for years to come. And they they killed her. You know, I don't want to say who killed her or whose fault it is and 
who's directly responsible, who's the most responsible. What I know is in the video that's out there, she is fighting a young lady named Dejanae Jackson. That's a fact. That's the only fact I know. I have some other names that I'm going to choose to not say because I don't know. You know, these people's addresses have been leaked on, on the Internet. Oh, yeah. Like they, they've they have enough trouble. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, rush to judgment. I don't want to indict people before they've had their day to explain what happened. Yeah. But what I will say is there's at least uh, uh, two other men involved in this and at least two other women involved in this. So there were at least five people on this trip. Yeah. And the whole list got out. All of that, all of that, all of that list got leaked. Yes. Everybody that was on the signed trip. in, mm-hmm. all of that's out. So there were at least five people on this trip. And if I just go off the video that I saw, if there were five people in that room, and nobody lifted a finger to help that girl. And two people of the five were filming with their cameras. And one of them was doing the fighting. Put them all in jail. I mean, like, you're all you're all culpable. Like, you all have bear some level of responsibility. And not... if I might even feel better if I saw one person even look like they were getting ready to go get involved to stop it. And then the, the camera's cut off. There didn't look like there was a finger in sight that was going to lift be lifted to help this girl. More will be revealed is the only thing to really say at this moment. More more will be revealed. Uh, I cannot believe they left that girl there and then her parents had to bear the responsibility of uh, getting her body returned home. They have started to go fund me. It was at $15,000 and, and uh, Kyrie Irving, a figure who I think at this point is a little unjustly being, you know, attacked. For some of his uh, things that he he has, he tweeted, I've done a little bit of research on that film that he tweeted about, and I don't think that it's okay. It's bad and it's dumb and it's like conspiracy shit. But Kyrie Irving donated sixty four thousand dollars of his money to Shanquilla Robinson's GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. So you know the parents have been able to be reimbursed, and hopefully that will take care of any funeral costs. Um, but whatever they need, I hope that the you know the community that they live in rallies around them and gives them whatever they need at the moment. But yeah, um, shout out to Kyrie Irving for doing that. You yeah, know, um, I, I think that that's awesome. And at a time where you know he's being made to look away, you want to highlight when people do something good. So he did that, and I think that that's cool that he did that. Yeah, man. I, I just you got any final thoughts? Nah, man. It's, it's the whole thing. The whole story is sad, and like rest in peace to her. But and you know, my condolences to the family, her mom for sure. Because I couldn't imagine somebody lying to me. Uh, I don't. What would you even? You know what I mean? Like what? I can only imagine what she wants to do. Yeah. You guys yeah. killed my child, and you left her in another country. And you lied to me. It, it's it's mm. it's baffling, man. I yeah. really, it really is. So you know, obviously, um, like I said, rest in peace to to Shanquilla and prayers to her family and people. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm baffled that I have to say this, but like, watch who you go on vacation with, watch who you call your friends, because a lot of people don't want to see you succeed out here. We don't, we'll never know what could have led up to this. This could have been jealousy, uh, somebody talking to somebody else's man, uh, alcohol and and unresolved feelings. It's my, it's my hey, whatever it is wasn't worth somebody, somebody dying. dying for. Not at all. And. This is the most, the least important part of, but ruining some a vacation. Yeah, it just is like, I'm, I can't believe it. So watch who you call your friends. 
Watch who you go on vacation with. Watch who you, you know, put yourself in a position to where you're out of the country. No, no emergency contacts that you really, that you know you trust. Because you got your friends and you got your people that you know when shit goes down, I need to call them and get, those people aren't available. You're out of the country. So watch who you put yourself in a position like that with. Best case scenario, two of these girls get in a fight. The Mexican police get called. You end up in a Mexican jail as a person who's not from the country. You could end up in a Britney Griner situation. Yeah. They got Britney Griner in a hooskow somewhere, shoveling stuff. They don't know, they where, don't know, they where, don't know where, where she's at. at. I mean, they, like, that's crazy to me. And I didn't speak on that much because I was like, I, don't, I just assumed it would get resolved eventually. But now at this point, it's crazy. It's been months. And they keep moving to the different prisons and stuff like that. It's just insane. So free BG as well. But yeah, you end up in Mexico. You're not from there. You are a, a foreigner acting up in another country. Who knows when you get out of, of, of prison? And you want to you wanna be on a vacation with some people who don't even care enough about you to break up a fight? And, you know, they got to bail you out? They got to talk about pooling money together to bail you out? No, nah, fuck that. If I'm going on vacation out of the country, if I'm going on a vacation to fucking Massachusetts... The people I'm going with that I'm going to be spending more than 24 hours together <laughs> with, I they they they've been vetted by me. Yeah, I know I can spend. T- think about how like think about how long six hours is, bro, and think about how many people you could spend six hours with. That's a short list for oh, me, anyway. Incredibly short. It's a super short. <laughs> list. A list would be generous. Right. I wouldn't even say it, <laughs> it would be a list. list. Just a couple of sprinkles of some names wouldn't even be a list. Yeah. So. Six hours, let alone three, four days. Put some thought into that. Yeah, because trust is like, it's everything. You don't understand how much anxiety I would get to be with people. I go like, I don't know anything about these. Nothing. But their first name. If that. If that. And I'm I'm loose on it. I might have to call you (laughs) buddy, buddy's friend, guy. And I got to be like, if shit would have, are you going to, are you going to be, are you going to help me out or what? What's. I don't oh, know. Man. I don't know. I don't know what nah, cloth. Man, I don't I know couldn't. what cloth you're cut from. Like, if we get in a real situation, yeah. like, where are you running? Are you yeah. leaving me? Are you? Are you start? Are you an instigator? Are you a person that's going to get me into fights and and, yeah. and bad situations? And you know, again, just on a vacation type of part of it, you don't like to do a lot of type of no. stuff that you might do in a Mexico a Mexico type of place, right? So think about you going on a trip. I'm your only friend. Yeah. And I go, yo, I'm about to go swimming with the jellyfish. You go, I'm not going to do that. What the fuck am I supposed to You going to stay at the house with the other four people who you don't know like that? Oh, yeah. I would, That's I just, not I would just stay home. That's I would just stay home. But then I'm saying, like, it might be some other people that go, I don't swim with jellyfish either. Now you in the house, staying in your room. Not, you know what I mean? Because you don't yeah. feel comfortable don't floating around. Yeah, yes. Y'all not going to be in, intermingling in the common areas. Yeah. And I would never do that anyway to be like, hey, uh, my other friend is we we gonna go do this. So yeah. I know you don't like it, but you know, and it's like, come on, bro. That's that's what I'm that's saying. This is that's the whole thing. Is like <laughs> I can't even think of a scenario to where I can put myself in this young lady's shoes. As sad as it sounds, I don't yeah. want to put any blame on her, but I would never find myself in a situation where I'm in another country with anybody who will put hands on me. That's supposed to be on my team. Yeah, it just would never happen. I can't even fathom it, bro. I the only really, thing I can think of is like other than. Them being friends, or they all have like some type of mutual friend. What are they coworkers? I mean, that's the only other thing I can think of. Like where you would where you'd be intimate enough to go on a trip, but yeah. not not know each other yeah, that well, exactly to where you could get on each other's nerves quickly. Yes, in a real life situation, yeah, that could be possible too. Because that's what mm. it, it it feels like. It feels like they knew each other enough to go on a trip, but also here's the other part: 
the the part of it that's how Mexico, Tulum and and Cancun and Cabo, these places that have been ruined by fucking people who you know shouldn't be going there, can't afford to go there, whatever. You go, I don't even know them like that, but if we all pool our money together, we can get this type, we can get this type of place. Mm, that's yeah, like get a ten yeah, yeah. a ten bedroom place or whatever, yeah. and that starts to expand where you go. Yeah. Well, I'm only friends with one person, but invite this person because then that's another five hundred, and this less, person is another five hundred. That's, that's another hundred dollars less that I have to kick out. Exactly, I'm not with that at all. <laughs> I won't go on the trip. I'm good. I'm, I'm just good. good. I'm good. I will not go on the trip. I'll wait. Just to, wait till you can afford. You're not going to invite me be, to make you to, to make, make it your cheaper. expenses cheap. No, you don't even like me. No, y'all no. don't even like me a little bit. Y'all rolling. Imagine going on a trip and it's like it's it's four people and and two of them laugh at everything you say, rolling their eyes because yeah. they don't even like you. Just you don't even you just here for the five hundred. You know, this this yeah. feels like that kind of trip. Like the, we we all just needed each other. We all just needed each other to get here, but we're not really cool like that. We know each other. Instagram f- follows. We go to the same clubs. We work together possibly. Yeah, but we don't like hang out like that. But we needed five people. To make the trip five hundred apiece. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That's a great point. Like that's what it feels. It feels like we know each other, but not like that. And then we got on this trip, and now we start to see we don't really like each other's personalities outside of the little taste we get from hanging out two hours a night once a week at a yeah. club where you yeah. can't talk. Yeah, and that's enough for me to be like, oh, I would never hang with this person outside of there. <laughs> that's more than enough. Plenty. <laughs> nah. That's, that's sad, man. She's going on vacation, then her life was lost. Mm. So, yeah, again, prayers to the family. Rest in peace to Shanquilla Robinson. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's Fran's turn to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So stick around. Welcome back. Um, I'm... Short, my story is kind of short this week, but uh, this story was very interesting when I came across on, on Reddit. I've been heavy on Reddit recently. Reddit has potential for me to be the new Twitter for me. Yeah, man, because like I, I have the little um, widget on my phone, so I'll like I'll scroll over and I'll see like, it'll have like some random question, like you know why does why is this color this? Uh-huh. Yeah, I go, hmm. I never, I've yeah. never like thought of that, thought of that before, and then mm-hmm. I'll go read. I go like, oh shit, it's like. Very formative. Yeah. I love it. People just having real in-depth conversations yes. up on, on Reddit. Yep. So this one was about the 1971 Hazelwood Massacre, oh, which was Detroit's worst mass murder and possibly America's deadliest unsolved mass shooting. Oh. So an hour or so before dawn, the morning of June 14th, 1971, neighbors of the Red Brick House on ni- at 1970 Hazelwood Street in Detroit heard gunshots coming from the house and call police. One call was from a woman who entered and got her wounded husband, Robert Gardner, into the car and took him to the hospital. She told police there's a bloodbath in there. Mm. Seven other people, four women and three men, had been shot dead in the living room. All were black, ages 19 to 27, mm. and Detroit resident except for one man from Highland Park. Several had criminal records, including some drug offenses. Three of the women had their hands tied behind their back mm. with surgical tubing. The other had her arms around one of her, one of the other woman's waist, like she was holding her. Probably, yeah. Oh, and the two and two of 
two of the men had fallen into the fireplace after they were shot. Oh, wow. So this happened Unexpected. All, people trying to cower, hide under things and stuff. Whatever. I can... Something. But then two of them were tied up? Two of them were tied up. And then the other two fell, you know, was shot, you know, in the fireplace. Just, I guess, just falling over there. Wow. So Gardner had apparently opened the door. His wife found him 10 feet from the door. And it seems that he had realized what was about to happen. And ran. Yep. So he died of his wounds in a hospital six days later. Never apparently having regained consciousness enough to talk to the police. Mm. So it's like the only one that survived the kind of in the, a way. See the, yeah. see the perpetrator because he opened the door. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, they have nothing now. Yeah. Probably opened the door, saw a gun, saw a mask, something, turned around, ran, shot in the back. That's okay. my guess. So uh, the, the police, you know, end up going and investigating the crime scene. So around the house, the police found packets of heroin, spoons, Tin foil and needles, along with six hundred and seventy-three dollars in cash. That was total, I guess. You know, all the victims. You know, yeah. On there. And there were also eleven guns, five pistols, five rifles, and a shotgun. That also that also could be a knot of money. This sounds like a drug house. That also makes Absolutely. sense as a surgical tubing. Yeah, you know what I mean, so this could have been as as much money was sold. Yes. they sold drugs to yep. people, and that's just a collection of money that was made. Yeah, yeah. This wow, was a trap house. Yeah, and this was like some type of drug deal, like a gone wrong, yeah, possibly, so, or somebody coming to rob the place. Yeah, or something like yeah, that's rob the guess. place or some type of retaliation. Yeah, could be any type of things. But whoever this person was, he knew it was this was targeted. So yes. whoever came and did this, it was and it was clearly a robbery. He tied people up. Probably tied yeah. people up, threatened them, yeah, and then got what they wanted or didn't get what they wanted, killed everybody. Yep. So see, it was pretty clear that this was a drug dealing operation. Mm-hmm. So three people who had been in the house managed to escape through the back. They, along with some of the neighborhood witnesses who had called police, so three people were, you know, fortunately able to escape this, yeah. this massacre, and they were able to call police. So they call police to describe four men and likely the likely perpetrators fleeing the house in windbreakers and Tam O'Shanter hats after the shooting. Yeah, Tam O'Shanter hats. Yeah, that's like a Fat Albert hat. One of the characters in Fat Albert wears that damn hat. Who? Uh, uh, I think the, it's Mushmouth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Double, 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 double. Was yeah. that like in style? Was that it's a, like a beret with a with a palm on top of it to give people like a, a proper image of it. Yeah, or like Reed was the did rerun wear one of these? I one think of so. Those, one of those people, a Bookman. Yeah, but oh no, he just wore a beret. But it's similar. It's close. I think Fat Albert is the best way to describe it. If you remember, if anybody remembers the Fat Albert cartoon, who wasn't somebody that had one of those hats on, like a, a comedian or like a, a, a artist, a painter or something? Uh, Why am I think? I feel like I'm getting a a white guy with a a white guy a mustache with one of these hats on? and. Long I don't know, you're thinking of Gallagher hats. or something like that. R.I.P. Gallagher. Oh, but was he it? He didn't wear did one he of those. He didn't did he wear one? one of those? I don't think he Gallagher. Might have, I think he did. Gallagher. Oh. Is it? Uh, no, it's more like a taxi driver hat, what he had on. Okay. Maybe that's why I got But I it's close. I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. So the investigation established that none of the guns in the house were used in the crime and that the killers used at least three guns. 30 caliber, 
32 caliber and a 45 automatic. So the motive, the motive, motive was clearly not robbery, mm. not with all the drugs and money left around. Oh yeah, because they yeah it was, they yep. found they found the six hundred seventy three dollars yep. at the scene. After finding that one packet of apparent heroin, it was actually milk sh- milk sugar and quinine. Mm. They began to theorize that perhaps Gardner, the apparent ringleader, who may also have been involved in sex working. I guess this is like I guess this dude is just. Well, it could have been a pimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but involved in some other shit. Yeah. Had sold someone fake heroin mm-hmm. for full price, mm. and that buyer had come to get payback. And his payback was, "I don't want money. I'm gonna kill everybody here." And that's like that's that's some real that's send a message shit. Yes, which I hear about, and you see it in movies and stuff. Yeah, where people go, "I'm gonna make sure that nobody ever gives me fake heroin yeah. again." I don't want the money by making an example out of you. Yeah, man, that's dark. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's dark. That's terrifying. Because like, I can make it right, man. I. I'll pay you back. With, no, no, no. Nah. You, this is going to get out in the word. Word of this is going to get out in the streets. And I want people to know that if you do this to me, this is what happens to you. Yeah. So that you can't make this right. Yeah. So four days after the crime, Gerald Williams, one of Gardner's associates, mm-hmm. was himself shot six times and killed at a motel on the west side of the city. This is after the terrible shooting. This is after the shooting. So whoever this... He's one of, is he one of the people that got out or he just is an associate? I don't know, but who, anybody that dude's connected to is was dangerous. like, we're clean. We're we're cleaning. We're going to clean all them out. Yeah, if you're a part... By associate, I assume that means like in his crew. Yes. So we're yeah, taking yeah, yeah, out anybody yeah, yeah. who's like... Somebody he's close to. Sells drugs works. for him yes. or something. Yeah. Yep. One of his lieutenants. Yep. So detectives believe this was not a coincidence. Either Williams had set Gardner up and Gardner's surviving associate were getting their revenge, mm-hmm. or he had been at the house that night and was killed as a witness. One of the, it's either one, yeah. So it's either he was there, he, he was there, and he got away, or he's and he knows something, yeah, or he's he's just affiliated with this dude, and he we got to get him out. Mm-hmm. So, but the Williams angle led police to lead that Williams had been selling heroin to some dealers in Toronto, mm. who had been angry that it seemed to have been diluted. Mm. So they've been doing this all around town. They and then they went to Detroit and hooked up with Jer- with Gardner instead, only for him to do the same. Mm. So in March of that year, the Toronto dealers went to Detroit again to look for yet another new connection. Gardner found out about this and arranged first to have their local contact kidnapped so they could learn where the Toronto dealers were staying. Wow. So this dude Gardner was on he was into some shit. Yeah. He was trying to be like the kingpin of yeah, Detroit. Yep. Then he had the, the contact to take him and some associates to their motel in order to rob them of thousands of dollars. The Toronto people. Yep. Of cash, cocaine, and jewelry. After which he, for some reason, let them go. So he robbed, So he attempted to rob them, but he didn't like hurt them or nothing like that. So he just... They're like, yo, yeah. man, you're yeah. bare cheesy, man. <laughs> you're trying to take me out and take all my money, man? Are you crazy? Man's just marved. So the Toronto, what is it? The Torontorians. To what? Torontonians. Torontonians? Torontonians, yes. Obviously wanted revenge. The Sixers, that's what I call them. The people from the Six. The Sixers? I like the Torontonians better. The Torontonians? Yeah. I'm sure they like it better too. (laughs) And Gardner knew this and got wind of their plan. So he was like, okay, they coming back. This reminds me of, uh, what was that movie? Snow and the Bluff. Oh, man. 
Snow on the bluff. Yeah, snow on the bluff. Snow on the bluff. When I saw that movie. I thought it was real. I thought it was real after I seen that movie. I thought it was real. I was like, this shit is. It was crazy. Snow on the bluff. Shout out to Snow on the Bluff, man. Crazy. That was a moment. Snow on the Bluff had the same kind of impact to me. I mean, I'm different different circles, I guess. But Snow on the Bluff had like a Napoleon Dynamite kind of moment where it's like everybody was like, you got to watch Snow on the Bluff. But it was like this indie movie. Everybody was talking about it. And it was absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, oh, yeah. So this reminds you of Snow on the Bluff? It reminds me of Snow on the Bluff. Okay. Because it was like, it was just like raw with a like a camera, like just yeah. some bullshit, just, just crazy regular ass camera. People scamming people. People scamming people. Curtis and Snow. revenge. And it's like. Curtis Snow. Oh, man. If, if it was like, oh, this is what goes, if this is what goes down in the hood. Yeah. Of like, not a king, like a everyday guy. Everyday. Who just is a, a bottom feeder hustler. Not like, ooh, yeah. Tony, Tony Montana. No. Like, no, man. Like, no. I make this shit was, this shit was, $400 a day yep. if I do horrible things. I scam people and rob, yeah. people, rob people to make $400. Yeah, and we, I lose, with retaliation and gangs, I lose friends and family. It, it was, I was like, this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. And Great I was story. Like, Great and story. And I'm like, and as I figured, I was like, well, why would a cameraman just yeah, well, <laughs> Why would somebody, who just stayed around for all this right. stuff? But then again, I just told a horrible story where people were filming it. So it's, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, sadly, it's not unfathomable that it could have been real, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. But how I started off was crazy. <sighs> you remember how you remember the movie started? I don't want to get too deep I into this. It it I'll never forget how Snow and the Blood started off. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so the Torontonians mm-hmm. obviously wanted revenge, and Gardner knew about this plan. So he began moving his operation and himself around the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. In fact, at the time of the killings, he had intended to be nowhere near Detroit. So he wasn't even supposed to be there when this went down. Yeah. But they found out. Mm-hmm. They found out where this guy moved his location or whatever. Got the drop on him, yep. as they say. So he, they were saying he, he was intended to be nowhere near Detroit. Um, like he was supposed to be in New York. Mm-hmm. So it said that he actually had gone to New York, but Williams called him from Detroit about an opportunity for a really lucrative heroin deal. Well, you know, when business calls. So the police continue to uh, investigate, but they have no names of any suspect, yeah. no suspects. Uh, the people they can ask are, are, are dead. Yes. Well, except the three that got out, right? But you, you can think about, like, this intimidation, is street shit. This they, they called the police, did. but then, like, I don't remember anything other, right. other, yeah. other, other than that. Yep. Yeah. Especially after, like, then the, a few days later, that other guy gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Silence. Oh, I'm not saying yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. So, but this case continues. It's, 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 uh, it's still open. It still remains open. But yeah. it says the city's worst mass murder, as well as America's worst, one of America's worst unsolved mysteries, mass shootings. So what you're saying, basically everything that you said, you th- you think it was this some Torontonians? I think so. Got it. Okay. You think the Torontonians came, bad heroin deal, yeah. and they came to this house, killed everybody at the house, including Gardner was at that house. He was at the door. So everything yeah, that yeah. you described. So he gets a phone call from his friend. His friend says, hey, man, I know you got to go to New York, but don't go yet because we got a deal. But, <laughs> we got a deal. But yeah. this phone call comes after they had already been scamming people with fake heroin. Yep. So he gets a phone call from his friend saying, hey, I know you want to go to New York. I know shit's hot right now, mm-hmm. but I got a deal, and so stay in town. Yep. So that, that keeps him in town to not go to New York, 
then bam gets the drop on the stash house or whatever the operation he gets his, he gets killed as soon as he opens the door yeah so by this being unsolved and it's not not a whole bunch of leads or whatever yeah what i'm thinking is he knew that these they was going to come back and get revenge or that they wanted to they wanted to get they, revenge they scam he scammed he scammed them yeah ran off I mean, on if the you, plug yeah, if you if you dabbling in that world you you know somebody's death after is you. death. Death is an option. Yes. Death is a possibility. So it's like you had to drop the day was going to come back after you. So they set something up. I don't know what they did. It's not a lot of details, but I don't know what those Torontonians did. Yeah. To be like, hey man, I'm this. I'm these people, and we we want to buy something. I don't. Even, I think. I think they probably just intimidated his friend to make a phone call. I think it was all. You think you th- so? You think that you think he really believed could be. Them? Th- that's why was, they killed him a couple days later. I thought that, I, I was thinking that they was just like acting like somebody else. Mm, that's possible. And they too. just showed up. That's possible. But yeah, I, I feel like because that they Williams, came back to kill him, he he was a he witness. did die. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like we're like, look, man, we'll let you live, but your guy, he said he took money from us, and you were part of it. But we're gonna let you live if you call him and tell him we you got a deal, and also tell us where the stash house is. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, cool, thank you for letting me live. But then they come back around and kill him because yeah. it's like, all right, well. Now he he's a witness, yeah, and yeah. he's a witness. He knows that we did it, so kill him. Damn. That's wild. No, that's a crazy story. Yeah, it's a crazy story, but it's like, how can you... I mean, if you live in that type of, you know, that, those areas, and it's like, I couldn't... Probably always looking over your shoulder, right? Oh, for sure. That's terrifying. But there's some people who, you know, a lack of opportunity... Or, you know, um, sadly, one of the one of the craziest parts to me, I watched this documentary about some kids in Chicago, like at a school for at-risk kids. And a lot of them are like, yeah, man, I'm probably going to end up selling drugs because, like, y'all talking about college and stuff. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be nine, make it to 19. That's crazy. So the idea that you're like, it's not like, in a way, it's, in a way it's fast money. In a way, it's like, I don't want to go to work. I'd rather, I want money now. But yeah. it's also like, Go to college and fucking get a degree or whatever. Like I'm, I don't think I'm going to be alive in four years. Yeah. So you're talking about like me struggling for four years when I can make money now, and like I don't even think I'm going to be alive. So what? Like that's what it's about for me. That's like crazy. I need money now. I don't have time to hope to make be rich in ten years. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be alive in ten years. I don't even know if I have it in me. Even if I don't, I don't know that. I know that. That's not like, a question for me. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I have it in me to. I'd like, be getting robbed all day. We get bad. They would get bad. One of my oh yeah, Alvin is he's yeah. a bitch. Oh, he's go ahead. They gave they gave him more drugs. Oh, go get those. You can rob him without a gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just hand him over. Just, to you. Just, <laughs> man, give it up. You, you talk to me too loud. You're like, oh, I'll just drop it. You got it, man. Hey, all right. Nah. I'm, oh yeah, you be dead. Yeah, you be dead. You just give him away drugs. <laughs> then I gotta still deal with like the the plug and stuff. No, I'm like, like hey, listen. Whoopsie daisies again. But listen. <laughs> I'm going to get your money back in installment plans. I'm going to get you $100 a week. Click. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Big worm? <laughs> so, yeah, no. Um, I, I, I'm not cut out for any of that type of shit at all. And good, because if you're not cut out for it, stay on the porch. Yeah. And that's what I literally, my grandmother would not even let me come off the porch. She could tell. <laughs> she was like, no, no, no. You, your cousins, I can't control them because they actually are about that life. They're going to sneak out of a window or anything like that. But if I tell you don't get off the porch, you don't get off the porch because you're a bitch. <laughs> I was like, yes, grandma. Dead body saved your life. 
It's a hundred percent saved my life because <laughs> yes, I was yeah. dumb enough to I was dumb enough that if nobody told me to stay on the porch, I would have followed behind people. Yeah, and I also, but I also didn't. I was too dumb to be in some of the situations that I would have been put in by them. And I'm, you know, who knows what could have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. A lot of people. I was fortunate. I had a very good village around me that kept me out of a lot of bad situations. Absolutely. So. But yeah, that was it for me. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and, yeah, that bummed me out a little bit, that conversation. So let's go ahead and get into the good vibes. Brandon, who's, who's kicking things off this week? I think I go first this week. Okay. So my good vibe uh, for this week's episode is. The U.S. near its goal to house every homeless veteran identified in a January 2022 count. Oh, wow. In February, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs established a new goal to prevent and to prevent and end homelessness among military vets after seeing progress towards earlier goals, earlier goals stall out in 2016. And it's uh it's heartbreaking to see those, you know, those veterans that's just homeless. It's getting cold too. Getting cold, you know, you know, missing limbs and whatnot. And it's like it's that's rough, man. These people serve our country and, they, and we just leaving them out on the street. Can't even get guaranteed health care. The new goal is to house 30, 38,000 veterans this year. It's close to being realized and could bring that number to near zero based on government's point and time count total calculated in January. As of September 30th, the department had achieved 30,914 permanent housing placements, meeting 81.35% of the goal to ensure at-risk veterans are safeguarded from crisis of homelessness. That's amazing. VA's homeless programs are now averaging 34, sorry, 3,434 placements each month to meet Biden to meet the Biden administration's goal by the end of the year, they will need to continue to place 2,362 veterans into permanent housing each month through December 31st, 2022, which we are coming upon. So it's doable. Yeah. Wow. The most recent data showing approximately how many vets are unhoused at the, be- at the beginning of the year was announced last week. The count showed that when a single night in January, there were... 33,136 veterans who were experiencing homelessness in the U.S. January. Cold. Cold. Not everywhere, because this is around the this is the whole country, right? Yes. But so not a factor of cold, but like the hard life of being on the streets yes. and unhoused is, doesn't just, you know, stop it being cold. Yep. And the count represented at 11% decline since early 2020, the last time a full count was conducted. If you go back to 2010, the count represents a 55% reduction in veteran homelessness. That's good. Well, shout out to them, man. I'm glad. So cut in half in a decade. Yes, but I so I'm glad they you know they they doing something and it's it's yeah. fucked up to see these people serve your country and it's like you're on your own. On your own. You done fucking lost an arm and leg and they got to the sit mental, out there and hold the mental, signs. The mental damage that's done from seeing oh, yeah. war. You give me a middle finger. That's irreversible. What was that? No, was oh, all right. I, my bad. Just having serious talk. My hands just flip me off. I'm sorry. Uh, no, but um, yeah, the, the the irreversible mental damage that's done, and the, you know, it's already a mental health crisis in this country. So the idea that if you go and serve your country, 
you can't even get proper I'm mental health. I, I forgot you recorded <laughs> record me apples. You just took a juicy bite of an apple, man. I'm talking to you about veterans <laughs> and surviving in the streets and stuff. That's cool, though. I guess one of us respects veterans. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, no, but that's great. That's a great story, and I hope they continue. And I hope they re- meet the goal that they have set. Like that's really awesome. My good vibe story this week, friend, is about a cruise line that awarded 100 teachers with free voyage on their ship and Kelly Clarkson concert tickets. Oh, Kelly Clarkson! Kelly Clarkson. Uh, so uh, the Norwegian cruise line. Commemorated a new ship by awarding 100 teachers from the U.S. and Canada with with a free voyage that included an exclusive concert by the Kelly Clarkson mm. from Justin the Kelly. Ever heard of it? Uh, Norwegians giving giving Norwegians giving joy award ceremony also recognized the teachers with 170 thousand dollars for the top three grand prize winners. And their schools. Is it the Norwegian Cruise Line? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, That's like top of the nice. line. Yeah, they're nice. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That ain't no Carnival Cruise. No. <laughs> no, shout out, Nate, no, shout, no shots, though. If you do Carnival Cruise, that's your business. I, I salute you. Go have a, go. In but I do want to do one of those, though. The Norwegian, Norwegian Cruise? Cruise? Yeah. Norwegian Cruise, you know? where it goes, those go spots go, are different. They man. go good places. Yes. You know who else does a really good cruise? Oh. Disney. Disney Cruises are really nice. I mean, they're kid friendly obviously I but they, about, i'm talking about an adult you want to go an on an adult, adult cruise yeah. no kids no or there's gonna be kids in the that's world. terrifying i don't want to yeah take them purely the that's one yeah kids <laughs> but disney has their own island do they so the cruise goes to their own island i don't want to do that though it's their own yeah. island yeah it's more mature it'd be more mature for yeah. you i don't like pirates too so i'm scared of pirates what do you <laughs> <laughs> An <laughs> island? Nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> oh, you think the pirates would pirates would attack the island before they attack the ship that yeah, you're on? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, I that I don't have an argument to that. So the contest was launched during National Teacher Appreciation Week, uh, of which was which is May second to the sixth. Okay. Uh, it was launched to recognize deserving educators for their unwavering commitment to bringing joy to the classroom. To celebrate these incredible individuals and their oftentimes undervalued professions, very oftentimes undervalued professions, as well as to kick off Norwegian Prima's Norwegian Prima's first voyage, that's the name of the ship, uh, Clarkson delivered a stellar performance of her chart-typing hits, including Miss Miss Independent, Stronger, (laughs) and Sensitive God. You know, that's the big one right there. Yeah. That's the big one. You should have named that one first. I, that's not what the story did. The story did Miss Independent <laughs> first, which I love Miss Independent. That's my jam. Is it? What happens when you take her over? Ooh. <laughs> don't get me up. started, man. I got a single mom, man. I grew up with a single mom. I didn't mom. know that was her song. I thought that was a pink. That sounded like a Christina Aguilera song. No, nah, that's 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 Kelly Clarkson. Mm. They they were they were all kind of doing that yeah, at yeah, the same yeah. time. But no, nah, Miss Independent. That, Miss Independent. Yeah, no, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. My, my mom liked that song. Uh, teachers are <laughs> teachers are are true everyday unsung heroes, and they play an integral role in our society, not only shaping the future of their students, but the future of their communities as well. This is a quote from Kelly Clarkson. I couldn't miss the opportunity to participate in this program and give a special performance before they set sail on the trip of a lifetime. The top three grand prize winners who uh, garnered the most vote garnered the most votes were flown to Galveston, Texas from their homes in New Jersey, Florida, and New York to embark on the cruise. The f- cruise took off from Texas? Hmm. I thought Texas was landlocked. 
Anyway, I don't know. That might have been dumb what I just said. I thought Texas, I guess Mexico's right there. Anyway, whatever. Patricia Hosmer from Bayonne High School in Bayonne, New Jersey. Uh, Hosmer has been a dedicated. Oh, this is each. This is each teacher. Uh, Hosmer has been a dedicated teacher and curriculum writer for over 35 years with her incredible dedication the widowed breast cancer survivor also teaches at an alternative school in the evening and tutors students who are unable to attend school due to illness jesus a saint as the president of new jersey's collaboration and partnership schools mrs hosmer unites colleges and universities with local schools to provide professional development for educators Described as a marvelous science educator, she keeps in touch with many students as they grow into adulthood, attending their weddings and baby showers. She and her 27-year-old daughter thoroughly enjoyed their balcony stateroom on the four on the four-night cruise that sailed October 27th to Merida, Mexico. Then there's Teresa Schrager from Falcon Cove Middle School in uh, in West in Weston, Florida. Who won second place? Uh, many children. Many children have hurdles to overcome, but hard work and creativity is what makes a student strive in, in my film and creative writing classes. Sometimes I am the only class that keeps students coming to school, and I have to motivate them to do their best in other classes. One of my favorite teachers was a, was a um, film education teacher. Um, he was a, he was a really cool dude. And teachers, man unsung heroes bro they and especially ones that really make an impact ones that really give a shit they they stick in your mind uh the third prize went to anthony stripe from new rochelle high school in new york called and he was he called teaching the privilege of a lifetime he said quote as teachers we have superpowers when we put a grade on an assignment we have the ability to make a student see see him or herself in a particular way we label them a success, mark them as average, or worst case, or, or worst case, we set them up for failure. I like to create a classroom where all kids find something they excel in. When students struggle, I let them know that it's okay to fail forward, make mistakes, correct those mistakes, and grow. I was not always this way. Once upon a time, I was a traditional English teacher, and I would number my desks. Uh, teach generic writing formulas and demand a quiet classroom years later with opportunities to teach in new ways and realize it is not my job as a teacher to ask students to move to me instead i now realize i must find my student where they are or at least meet them halfway i like that a lot that's really good that's a really good philosophy to have as a teacher in addition to their schools in addition to their schools getting donations each of the grand prize winners received another surprise Nearly $40,000 each in prize money, thanks to, to partners of the Giving Joy Annual Teacher Recognition Program. To date, the Giving Joy Program has awarded 230 teachers across the U.S. and Canada with free cruises and donated over $350,000 to schools and educators since 2019. Sell this to social media to share with teachers that deserve the next nomination next year. Yeah, so... I don't really like. I didn't think that was very punny, but whatever. Um, each teacher got forty. Each teacher, <laughs> each teacher got forty forty thousand dollars, a free four day cruise, Ooh. and a, a private performance from Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, that's. I mean, listen, teachers deserve more than that, you know. And all teachers do it shouldn't be just some like lucky handful of teachers that do it. But this is this is the kind of energy that we need to be putting into teachers to make them feel appreciated 
and you know so that people don't just give up teaching i know so many people that went to the 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 pathway of teaching and are like i'm out man like this is not what i thought it was going to be and it's hard and not fulfilling and so i'm out and just change career paths that happens a lot these days and these people are responsible for molding the future of this night of this country man so we should treat them with the respect they deserve Anyway, friend, before we get out of here, uh, anything anything good you watch, seen, listen nah. to? Nah, it's been busy. Busy, busy week. Busy week. Yeah. Busy week. You know, kind of same. I watched Wakanda Forever. Yeah. That was great. Gave gave all I really got to give on that at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I don't have any uh, recommendations for you guys this week other than Wakanda Forever. Go see that immediately. It's fantastic and it's beautiful and you will probably cry. I shed a tear or two, but like I said, wasn't heavy it was just beautiful. And uh, yeah. With that being said, I do know them. <laughs> I just get finger happy sometimes. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.